And welcome to this Wednesday edition of Political Thoughts with Steve. Tonight we are going to do a three-episode podcast to make up for Monday and Tuesday, of course, today's podcast special. I hope everyone's having a great Thanksgiving week with friends and family. It's been busy around my family with friends and family coming in out of town. But enough of Thanksgiving. There's a lot going on within the political world, so let's get started first. In the first topic of discussion, there's going to be a story that Politico wrote today regarding the FCC chairman defending net neutrality repeal plan. Now, net neutrality has been a topic of discussion over the last couple of years now. Um, the question is, is it right for the government to make us pay more for internet access or is it right for the government to look into our internet access and determine what we can and cannot look up on the internet um, at first I myself was confused about this issue but a good friend of mine who is actually my brother he educated me on what's going on with net neutrality so FCC chairman Pay on Wednesday, he, quote, defended his net neutrality repeal plan, saying he's returned the Internet to the free market consensus that prevailed for years. Now, what does it mean if the net neutrality is repealed? That means that we're going to look at higher costs for Internet access. So companies like Comcast, Mediacom, AT&T that provides us internet access through our cable providers we can see our Wi-Fi bills our internet bills go up because repealing this plan according to the Republicans this plan is going to open up a free market for the internet I don't think the internet should be something that should be profited from when the internet was developed it was a system to where it was nothing but mass information and I think the best thing to look at the internet is to look at it as an educational tool now I know a lot of people don't use the internet for educational purposes but when it comes to the internet it is a great source to provide resources to people that may not have communication with the outside world as far as education I know that I have a nine-year-old son and my son is constantly on the internet he's looking at educational games that helps him in subjects like math and social studies and science most of the time you know how nine-year-olds are they are looking at videos on YouTube about things like a guy who constantly makes videos of himself but because of this whole net neutrality story that's going around Politico and CNN and all the major news networks across the country this is bringing to light about us paying higher taxes for internet usage now he said that we are all simply doing is putting engineers and entrepreneurs instead of bureaucrats back in charge of the internet. But we need to stop looking at the internet as a money maker and start looking at the internet for what it was designed 
to be and that was an educational tool. We should not put a price tag on education. Everyone should have the right to access the internet for free and to look at the internet to understand what's going on within the world. And that is something that we need to fight hard against is the repeal of net neutrality. Now, the story goes on and talks about how internet access has tripled over the last two decades and how almost everyone around the world is connected now. But we need to start fighting to make sure that the internet stays free for everyone so that they can have the right to be able to use the internet for free. Back with the next segment. Part two of our three-part segment for Thanksgiving week. Tonight we're going to talk about Roy Moore and his campaign to become the next senator from the state of Alabama. And I have constantly expressed my views on Roy Moore. I don't think Roy Moore is a man of the people of Alabama. I think he is an embarrassment to our state. I think he is one of the reasons why our state has been held back in the last 40 years to be able to compete with the rest of the states in this great country. And just the overall embarrassment he brings to our state on a national level. For a guy who stands up for his beliefs, I'm a strong believer that when someone is elected... In any area of politics, any branch of state government, you have to put people's needs before yourself. Now, today CNN reported that Roy Moore's communications director supposedly resigned today uh, amid the controversial things that are coming out of the Roy Moore campaign with more women coming forth and more sexual harassment and sexual assault allegations mounting up. The talk before today was Roy Moore needs to drop out of the race. Now, like it or not, the Alabama Republican Party, as well as Republicans who voted within the state primaries, elected Roy Moore to be their nominee. It would kill... Our, I wouldn't say kill, it would damage our Democratic process for Roy Moore to drop out and just give Mr. Jones, the Democratic nominee, the upper hand to become the next senator for the state of Alabama for the next two years. I think it's best for Roy Moore to stay in. Now, this is a win-win for Alabama. If Roy Moore loses, we would have Jones as the next senator from the state of Alabama and the first Democrat elected to the United States Senate from the state of Alabama in the last 20 years, which would be a huge thing. And what captivates me is his progressive stand on gun rights, on abortion, on the economy. I stand firmly with what I've said in previous podcasts that Jones is the best bet for Alabama. 
So let's do the nightmare scenario that a lot of my listeners are thinking about, and that is where more wins. The United States Senate has already promised that if Roy Moore wins, Roy Moore will be kicked out of the Senate. If he doesn't get kicked out of the Senate, no senator is going to work with Roy Moore. So with John Rogers, which is Roy Moore's senior campaign advisor, or I'm sorry, he is the uh, guy who deals with communications within the Roy Moore campaign with him resigning from his post in the Roy Moore campaign that that's just telling me that more people are losing faith in Roy Moore now I'm hoping that Jones wins December 12th and if you're an Alabamian and you listen to my podcast I encourage all voters Democrat Republican and independents to go out to the polls on December 12th and cast your votes. This is a very important election for the state of Alabama. This is an election that the whole nation is watching right now. And we owe it to ourselves. We owe it to our daughters and our nieces and our friends. We owe it to them to stand up for women's rights, to stand up for women, and tell the nation that Alabama refuses to elect a man who is, and I'm about 90% certain on this, a man who has committed these sexual acts against these women. So December 12th, I ask everyone, please go out there and vote. And let your voices heard. It is too important not to go out and vote on December 12th. And for my last segment tonight, this segment is not political, but it's my thoughts on Thanksgiving and my thoughts regarding our homeless veterans all over our country. As we gather around the tables tomorrow with our friends and our family and our loved ones I can't help but to think about the hundreds of thousands of homeless veterans that are not going to be able to do that tomorrow now here in my home state where I live I've seen countless of homeless shelters open up and volunteer groups from all over come into town to feed our homeless and to give them a hot meal for tomorrow, but my heart still breaks for a lot of homeless veterans who are still on the streets, still going through their daily battles with addiction and their own personal demons and any other mental health issues that they are facing right now. Thanksgiving is a it's one of my favorite holidays besides Veterans Day. And besides my son's birthday, even though it's not a holiday, but we and our family like to celebrate it because it gives us time to come together as a family and to give thanks for everything that we have this year, to honor those who are not sitting at the table that we've lost this year, and to pray for those who are serving our nation. And while we think about these people, I'm always thinking about our homeless veterans and ways that we can come together to help them. 
a veteran is a veteran. Doesn't matter if that veteran has a nice home and a nice job or that veteran lives in a cardboard box. That veteran is a veteran and that veteran deserves to be honored. So to all my listeners in our last segment, I want to ask all my listeners to do me a favor. Tomorrow after we're done eating and giving thanks, I want us to go out and find veterans. Offer them our help and our support and our love, not just our thoughts and prayers. Show them that we still care. It goes back to that promise I made a group of homeless veterans four years ago. The promise that I promise never to leave a veteran behind. And that's why I'm a huge advocate when it comes to veterans who are homeless. Because they do have a voice and they do deserve to be heard. So, as we get ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow, and we give thanks for everything that we have, let's keep our veterans in our hearts, and let's keep our military in our hearts. Our military are deployed all over the world, serving this wonderful republic that we love so dear. And... We need to continue praying for them and their families, knowing that they are in harm's way, especially during times like these, that we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring. I have many friends who are still serving in the military. Many of them are on deployment right now that will not be home with their families during Thanksgiving. Many of them are keeping the watch all over the world. And to my veterans, and to my military brothers and sisters, my thoughts and prayers are with you all. To all my listeners, I wish you all a very happy Thanksgiving. I hope that wherever you are, that you give thanks to everything that you have earned this year, everything that God himself has given you this year. I pray that you remember our veterans and I pray that you keep our military brothers and sisters in your thoughts and prayers tomorrow. And wherever you're at, if you see someone that's in need tomorrow or any day, help them. We can all learn something together and be human. So we will catch you all next week.